0: In this week's episode, we talk about how technology can transform your relationship with alcohol with the brilliant Johnny Stevens. Johnny's created an app, the Better Without app, that actually is a bit like the Hitchhiker's Guide to Alcohol, or going alcohol-free. It tells you where you can get the best alcohol-free tipples. It rates and reviews all the different alcohol-free alternatives, from wines to beers, all within an app that also gives you that geographical sense of where you can go and have a drink if you arrive in a new city and are looking for somewhere that's optimized with alcohol-free so you can find your community, you can unleash your limitless potential wherever you go. And it's all within the technology that travels in your pockets. And I love entrepreneurial adventurers like Johnny that are out there trying to come at this alcohol-free thing from a completely different angle. And this is his story of how he stumbled into more meaning and purpose and has unleashed this application that's going to make it even easier for you and I to love our alcohol-free adventure. I think you're going to enjoy this one. All right, let's do this. I'm not gonna make a secret of it. I would love for you to train with me in 2022. Right. And the opportunity is on. I'm launching the Arate Way. It's a self-development course starting on Jan the third. We're going to run it through Jan. It's a month long program that's going to help you find more meaning, more purpose, unlock your goals and give you a framework of how to actually achieve the things that you want to achieve in 2022. I'm going to give you my blueprint, my best wisdom of how I've done it through a system that's going to walk you through step by step so you can unlock your meaning, unlock your purpose, find out what your goals are, understand who you are, where you're going, and how you're going to get there through this system. And encased in that is the most amazing cohort of people that are gonna inspire you and hold you accountable to all the dreams and goals you set yourself for 2022. So let's do this, let's make it happen. So go to andyramage.com, click on courses, Arete way, A-R-E-T-E way, and you'll get the opportunity to sign up if there's spaces left. All right, let's do this. All right, so Johnny, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, it's great to have you on the, on the pod. Where I am love, I going?
1: I love being on a pod.
0: <laughs> oh, where am I going with pod? I'm just that, like, what is that? Who, who have I become using words like pod? If you know not I'm going to start saying in a minute? I'm going to drop the next episode or something along those lines. So if, on that note, if anyone's listening, if you hear me using words like that, just send me a little note, cop yourself on. <laughs> Very <Everybody> much <laughs> appreciated. Hi oh, John, it's great to have you on. This reminds me before we've even started. My wife and a guy called Chris Gordon get together on WhatsApp and they listen to some of the lives that I do and they've got this list of banned words. And one of them is Frye. I use Frye every now and again, and I've been told you can't use Frye unless you're a teenage girl on Instagram. Are you being banned? I quite like Frye. What's your thoughts on Frye? Oh, I like Frye. Yeah. What's wrong with that? exactly Some positivity See? eh chris and tara i hope you're listening to this friday's back off the band list anyway <laughs> let's get back to the story so johnny firstly welcome and thank you and i just wanted to say actually on behalf of myself and matt pink we first met on the boat party which was a sellout success and both of us matt and i commented on the effort that you put in to make that a real success so i just wanted to say thank oh, you first thank and foremost
1: you. oh no, it was a it was a great event. It was. Um... Yeah, it was quite heartwarming, wasn't it? You know, the, the first time really we've been able to, to do something which was pretty epic, really.
0: Yeah, to get that amount of people in one place to connect in an alcohol-free environment, for me, was quite a revelation. I must admit, that's the first time that i had done anything like that in years and years and years. Like when yeah. we first started my alcohol-free adventure back sort of eight, seven years ago, we actually did a couple of things like that. They were called um, Morning Glory which I don't see as much of now. I don't know whether that movement stopped. Maybe it stopped over COVID, but it was a similar sort of thing where you'd get together. People would literally wear their gym kit before work and it was totally alcohol-free. And at 7 till 9 a.m., we'd all connect. It was dance music. People were probably rocking it out. In my mind, I thought I nice. we were going to turn up and there was going to be a load of ravers from the night before, but it wasn't. It was genuinely people in their gym kit, for example, prior to work, going and having this amazing experience and then putting the work clothes on and doing a full day at work which you can oh, do brilliant. in the alcohol-free world can't you which is which is fab so on that note what i'd really like to do because we're going to talk about your fantastic app the better without app which i will say out front anyone in the alcohol-free space is a hero in my eyes and it's lovely to be able to talk to people that are coming at it from different angles you know we have many people On the podcast, are sharing their story of their evolution around taking a break from alcohol and all the wonderful things that's brought. Likes of Johnny Johnson, who's created unlimited.beer which i know features in your app i just gave it a review by the way very good (laughs) johnny's listening i gave it five stars and said it's the best ipa and lager i've tasted but anyway we'll get to that a bit later on but i love the fact that you're coming at it from a different angle and in my mind we need more and more people this is why i'm training coaches right now we need thousands and thousands more people coming at this from every angle every app every niche every initiative because it's such a mahoosive issue that people need help with in my opinion so what I'd really like to do, other than thanking you for being out there and, and challenging yourself to create this app, is to wind the clock back mm. to your story that led to this moment of insight where you thought, actually, maybe there's something in this I can do to help other people.
1: Yeah. It, my, my sort of relationship with, with alcohol was an interesting one because I didn't, I didn't start drinking until I was probably about 21, which is obviously quite wow. quite late. I I was very work focused. I went to Peter Jones from the Dragon's Den, his academy. I then got a job with MetroBank um that was where, very sort of rah-rah, but I, I was very focused on career and not getting distracted. And so I didn't, yeah, I didn't drink. And then I sort of started to to drink, but I, you know, I would never say I was um the type of person that would be drinking every day or anything. I was just a binge drinker. So yeah, a million you
0: know, drinker is the way yeah. I, I like to describe it, you know, and and just to clarify that, that's someone that drinks occasionally, heavily, sometimes moderately, sometimes not at all, and sometimes averagely, which is yeah. sort of everyone. Yeah. And that, that, that was, that was
1: me. And I, I found that I was starting to use, alcohol is as, as a what I thought was a coping mechanism for anxiety and sort of cover it up um you know if I was at social occasions I'd be like oh do you know I just need a drink to relax and all I found is that actually that would make me worse because I then had this like fear of you know saying something wrong or you know actually just then being out of control even if I wasn't at all out of control it was just that fear for me it was sort of enough moments of of yeah having great times but actually the next day just not feeling good about it and you know o- overdoing it I was talking to someone yesterday and saying you know I, like my final moment of going you know what I've just had enough was you know I, w- I was on furlough last year I was I was going out on my bike Coming back, going oh, you know, weather was lovely. Let's have a drink, and yeah, nothing much. But just found that actually, it became part of uh, that sort of lockdown routine. And then the first sort of outing where we met up with friends and everything, I, I was just that social anxiety just got too much. I just drank, you know, drank too much. I, I remember going to the. Going to the bar and ordering Guinness, and I ordered two pints, and all you know, downed one, which is not a drink usually down Guinness. Don't you don't <laughs> down <the> Guinness? That's, <laughs> and, uh,
0: that's a mistake.
1: Yeah, and then <laughs> and then walked off with the other. And for me, that was like a no, yeah, you know, the, that's I, I don't need this. I I always used to drink. Like, I love the taste of beer. I really do, but I like the taste of beer for the taste of beer, not for the alcohol so I decided, right, that's it. I'm, I'm, I'm stopping. Um, and I, you know, I'd previously sort of had lots of different alcohol-free beers. I was very inter- you know, interested in, in the, the market anyway. And I, so I gave up and then, you know, I was a big user of things like untapped the beer app and you knew there was Vivino, the wine app, and just had this sort of light bulb moment going, Hmm. I wonder whether there's anything for alcohol-free. And there, there wasn't. And I was really surprised at that. And that's yeah. where the sort of idea came about, you know, going, I wonder whether I can create something that is a discovery app that not only can people find these drinks, they can find where they can get them, they can find which venues have them, but also reviews. You know, I I it grates at me when I look at reviews online of alcohol-free drinks and and you know, I saw one the other day and I can't remember which brand it was for and it was like ordered this and it turns out it's alcohol-free I'm like well that's your own fault that's no- <laughs> there's nothing to do with the brand so you know really I wanted to create something that actually was was a fair review platform and people that were reviewing you know, knew what
0: they were reviewing. Yeah, and this is so important because exactly that I've seen around alcohol free brands that people that still drink basically use it as an excuse to vilify and put down. People that want to be alcohol free. I see a lot of those type of reviews. Oh, this is Mark's disgusting. Doesn't taste like the real thing. And it's like, did you even taste it? Did you even try it? Have you even ordered it? Like, it always amazes me with with trolls or people that leave those type of reviews. That life is so precious. Time is so short. Why would you go out of your way? to send a message like that when it adds no value to the world and it only detracts from your own time on this planet. It amazes me, but people do. But again, they're caught in that trap, and we've all been there. I certainly was in there. I would have been the one that poo-pooed anything alcohol-free and said, oh, it's rubbish and don't like the taste, when actually something you mentioned earlier is interesting to me because you said that you always liked the taste of beer and lager. Mm regardless of the alcohol where i was the opposite i actually didn't think that i particularly liked it in truth it was just the alcohol that i wanted but funnily enough about two or three years past stopping drinking i've really got back into the taste of alcohol-free beer i love it. it so i'm way more consistent now than i ever was when i was drinking and what i mean by that is back to that middle lane drinker description. I was a binge drinker. I was someone that would drink, you know, once or twice a week. And then one of those might be a bit of an all in wheels off type of moment. And then in between, you know, I wouldn't have alcohol in the house. I wouldn't drink alcohol in the house. Whereas now almost every single night without foul, I'll have a really nice, just one by the Mm. way, because for me, that's the way it works. I don't really more than one loses its appeal, but I'll have one a night. But if you add that up over the month, That's 30 bottles of, you know, whether it's unlimited beer or whatever it is, it's quite a sort of a lot. So in terms of the industry, in terms of people actually generating income for these brands, it could end up being net, net higher because instead of binge drinking twice a month, 15 bottles, I'm now consistently showing up and having just one bottle, right? Which on the face of it appears to be a lot less, but it's much more consistent because I can do that because it doesn't lead on to all the knock on consequences.
1: It's it's fascinating, isn't it? Because I, I I think you're absolutely right. Like I I love that after work drink, you know, alcohol-free drink, that just almost goes, right, that's the end of the day, and I'm now relaxing and having that one, you know, having that drink. And it's almost like you your sort of ritual of going, right, I can I can relax. And and I genuinely do find that that for me is, yeah, I, I think that. There's so much psychology in, you know, opening a beer, pouring a beer and, and just, you know, taking a few moments and then enjoying it. People that go, oh, well, you know, you need alcohol in it to, to relax. No, you, you don't. You know, you just I, I think that if I'm sure if there were studies done that, you know, you gave people alcohol free drinks without them. knowing, I'm sure they would still feel that relaxing because so much of it is is in your mind they've done those studies
0: Have they done that yeah, with students as well, almost to the other end of where they've given students what they believe to be alcohol. And they showed all the classic signs of alcohol induced behavior, Amazing. such as the becoming a bit louder and becoming a bit more, you know, over the top, all of those classic signs. Yeah. It was all alcohol free. And they didn't realize, <laughs> I mean, there's so much placebo in it. I mean, you think about it, you know, that first two or three drinks, which is always the best part, of the evening isn't mm. it and that's probably the part where actually the alcohol hasn't quite kicked in to people's systems just yet and when the, the the nights tend to tail off is as the alcohol builds it starts to get into that place where it's less enjoyable so again alcohol-free alternatives for me have been massive they've changed the game and i love being able to go out socially i was in ireland all week last week hanging out with friends and you know it was alcohol-free alternatives i had alcohol-free guinness i mean first nice. well, second Zero zero over in Ireland, which was lovely, right? I felt part of it. You know, I felt grown up. Now, the difference being, I didn't drink five of those in a row because it would have been too much for me. I just had one, yeah. but it still gave me that sense of being part of the group. It made my friends feel more at ease because it looked like I had something that was similar to theirs. I didn't stand out like a sore thumb. So it made the whole experience much more enjoyable. And I think that's been the big transition, the big change over the last seven or eight years since I've been involved in this, there was one option. So an app like yours, which is brilliant, would have been almost redundant six, seven years ago because there was yeah. nothing to put on You'll there. It <laughs> was one thing. You know I mean, you might have just said Bex Blue on it. Whereas <laughs> now we've got this amazing myriad plethora of alcohol-free alternatives in every genre from you know gin to wine. Beer and they're getting better and better by the day which i think is really exciting and how are you seeing that movement grow right now massive
1: i mean it is huge i you know i spoke at a conference last week and it was with a lot of the brands and we've got 320 odd brands on the app so you know and, and you think most of those have more than one product so I think we've got something like 1,500 products on, on the app. And that's, you know, as you say, there's, there's a sort of multi-category. What I love is you've got all these like little groups. You've got Big Drop who are doing real craft beer and, you know, collaborations and cool things. And, and then, you know, you've got people who are going for very much more high-end, where that's sparkling wine or, you know, and you just think it shouldn't just be, oh, it's an alcohol-free drink, we have got this whole alcohol-free lager, alcohol-free stout, you know, if you've got a, an alcohol-free rosé or you've got, you know, some of the, some of the products that are, you know, a spirits. I mean, I, you know, I taste them and I'm like, oh, my goodness, they, you know, taste that, you know, that, that whole mouthfeel of, of, you know, what you'd get from an alcohol drink, you know, you can get. And it's like, actually, these are, yeah, you know, these are game-changing. And, that, you know, what I love is that so many of these brands are so new, you know, they really are. You, you look at how many people are out there. And in the last couple of years, I, I would say probably it's got to be 70, 80 percent of the brands that are on our app have got to be under three years old.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's incredibly exciting. I, you know, I remember the first Club Soda mindful drinking events. Yeah. And again, there was a handful of alcohol-free alternatives and every year you go it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and funny enough i met johnny johnson there um a couple of years ago and he came marching up and said i'm going to create this alcohol-free beer and i was like brilliant this is amazing and he shared a bit of his story and i thought will it happen won't it happen and then sure enough now he's lager lager sits on your app i mean the community just so powerful i love the alcohol free community i really do i think it's just a group of people that are coming together at the right time to do something different i think they're bored of the status quo they want to be able to go out and socialize and skip the dross that comes with the alcoholic bit inside those drinks so the fact that now we can replace that in in complex taste for the real connoisseurs of taste i think is a really special thing and if we can now the wines ie white and red and i know they're getting better and better all the time i think that's the last bastion to fall and then the taste excuse has gone no one's giving that all well i like it for the taste rubbish it's (laughs) i'm really drinking it and then i think you've got to be honest with yourself haven't it's and i think that will be a a revelation for a lot of people where they'll go actually if this thing tastes just as good why am i drinking the stuff with alcohol therefore i'm only drinking stuff alcohol because actually i want to get drunk yeah And that in itself is all right. So what I'm really doing is taking this little thing inside that encasing of these delicious, beautiful, you know, botanics to really get the drug inside it, which is alcohol. Therefore, is that something that I want in my life? Is it holding me back? Is it stopping me being the person I want to become? And I can still drink this other stuff now, which tastes just as good. In my opinion, it tastes better. Genuinely, I think Mm. the lagers and the IPAs are better alcohol-free than they are with alcohol. Big statement. I that is a true. big statement. <laughs>
1: but I think, you know, I think I, I I would I would agree. And actually, wine as well. I I I smelt a prosecco the other day and I was like, oh, that like is in the alcohol prosecco. I was like, oh, that smells awful. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. And I think the sparkling wines, I must admit, the alcohol-free sparkling wines, I think they've nailed. Yeah. I had one of those recently. My wife and a few friends, they were having the like the real stuff, as it were. And I I had to twice say to my wife, Tara, you sure this is this is my special <laughs> one? Do you know what I mean? It was that good. I I genuinely thought it, it was not that I've drunk champagne for, for a long, long while, but genuinely had to sort of keep playing it back to Tara to say, Are you sure this is like this is my one? <laughs> if you know what I mean. And I think that says so much. So the the landscape is changing rapidly now. And and again, as someone that's been in this for for many, many years, to see it happening, the momentum that's gathering behind this is huge. Mm. But equally, and we get to the app in a minute, by the way, because we're we're referring to the app a lot, but we haven't actually explained exactly what it is, so we will get to that. But equally, what I noticed was that BrewDog had an alcohol-free bar in London. Mm. And I tried to book that recently for an event and found out it's no longer alcohol-free, which I think still shows that in terms of a pure alcohol-free environment to socialise we're almost not quite there yet we're not far off it but i don't think we're quite there yet at the moment for a permanent fixture i mean that's in the heart of london real trendy area you would have thought if ever there's going to be an alcohol-free bar that worked really well it would be there and it didn't so as much as we're gathering momentum there's still some work to be done i think
1: there, there, there is and i think um yeah i think i think I, you know i read stuff about you know that as a bar and you know the let, hospitality have had a rough ride yeah and now they've just you know they've got to make money they've got to get people through the door and you know i know you know brutal do a lot on sort of delivery and i think you know part of that is is obviously on draft beer through delivery so uh, maybe that's part of the the decision but i do think you know you are you are right i think it we are a bit of a way off what i do think though is that general restaurants have increased their you know what they're offering so much and where sort of pre-pandemic you know you go and you go and what's an alcohol-free option and it'd be well we've got an alcohol-free beer now i think they're realizing that actually that's that's like saying to to someone right in total what drinks have you got and then just saying beer you know it's you've got to offer more than that in my view there's no excuse Um, for hospitality now you know there there is enough demand whether that's people who have completely given up or are driving or for what you know all the reasons under the sun there's there's the opportunity to to offer them and people are prepared to pay for them I think that's one of the biggest things yeah I don't go to a bar and go oh I'm not you know I should be paying miles less no I if if they've got an option brilliant and and that's that's where I think you know a lot of the the companies are now realizing actually we could make an alcohol-free cocktail
0: and we could charge nine pound and people will pay it yeah and on that note in my mind now if i walk into an establishment and they don't have alcohol-free options i'm massively disappointed and surprised in yeah truth, which is a wonderful place to be because it used to be the opposite i'd be hunting down the one bar that had of bex blue in there so i could have my cheeky pretend pints when you know in the early days whereas now if i walk into someone i look down the menu there's no alcohol free alternative i'm a bit like come on get with i tell you where i went recently and i'll call him out again gordon ran ramsay's i think it's called the lucky cat Mm. super trendy place i went there with matt pink susie Shaw, all of us you know alcohol free no alcohol free alternatives poor effort right there come on Gordon get with the program i know you're listening to this <laughs> make it happen but it's so true and equally what's important to me now is that there are more alcohol free alternatives outside of those mocktails that you mentioned because actually for me those mocktails are very very expensive which you know for the producer is a good thing but equally they're not that nice I, you know i think when they just cobble them together and throw a load of sugary stuff in there it's like really um i much prefer the brands that have put the real effort into creating something delicious you know mm. whether that's a beer whether that's a gin whether that's a no seco. so i think we need more of those on the menus but like you say the revolution is now you know do you have any of the stats around the momentum behind the alcohol free movement in terms of know the the spending power or the amount of people that get involved or the drinks industry
1: yeah um i'm just trying to think of some stats that i've recently read i mean you know the 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 media obviously put a lot out about younger people not drinking and now that's a really interesting one because actually i i think younger people aren't necessarily the market for these alcohol-free alternatives because I don't think, you know, they've often developed the taste for beer and that kind of stuff. And it and and that reflects in our user base. Um, I saw a figure the other day, and I think it was a hundred it was a hundred and eleven or hundred and sixteen million that'd been done through retail, physical retail stores, I think in the last year of alcohol free. And that wow. excluded online, that excluded on trade, which is obviously massive grant you being closed. But yeah, it's it's you looked at it, a lot of this is. Double, sometimes triple digit growth in certain categories, but definitely double digit growth. And, you know, I know, was it last year? I think Brewdog's Punk AF in retail stores was the fourth biggest selling bit and that included in the
0: alcohol category i mean that um, the january it, which is mad it's amazing isn't it and you know we've got this cultural experiment going on again with younger people coming through with alcohol free alternatives right because we never had that that wasn't mm. available to us you know and i even look at my own family now i've got teenage teenagers and they've grown up around me clearly not drinking and drinking alcohol free alternatives so they would drink some of my alcohol free alternatives so and, and i'd happily let them have a drink of that right because there's no alcohol in it so i don't know how it's going to play out yet it's one of these interesting experiments i'm hoping in my mind clearly that's going to make them really comfortable about going out and socializing and, and taking alcohol free alternatives but equally i don't know how it's going to land it might have just trained them <laughs> to enjoy the taste and then when the alcohol stuff comes around they're like well i've been here before I can do this again i don't know we're gonna to have to wait and see how that plans out but the great thing is there are these options. And I think, like you say, with these new brands coming through, you've got like the cool kids getting behind it and they're appealing to the cool kids that are coming through. What we do know is from the stats that younger people in general are drinking, are abstaining completely. Mm. There's a lot more who are completely abstinent, but those that are drinking are drinking more. So you've got that sort of juxtaposition between the two, but yeah. either way, you know, it's an exciting time that we're moving towards. So- I thought what we'll do is now maybe let's just talk about the app we, we, we've alluded to it a few times maybe just give people the overview of of what it does and and how they can use it perfect
1: yeah so we um the app is available to download on apple um, app store in google uh, google play it's an app that you can go and discover alcohol-free you know lots of things alcohol-free so when you sign up for the app if i walk you through that journey so you sign up for the app um and first of all we ask your preferences and that allows us to start tailoring stuff like news so if you don't like beer there's no point in us showing you you know our beer review of the week because you're not going to be interested but if you like wine you know what wine recommendations have we have we got we then allow you to so if I take I know we've talked a lot about beer but if I continue on sort of the 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 beer strand so you can go on and you can say right beer what beers are on the app you can see all the beers you could filter by top reviewed you could filter to say I want a lager and I want that lager from the US you know could even go to the level of I want that lager from the US and it to be vegan you know we have lots of different filtering and because what I wanted to do was create what I deemed in the alcohol world, which is what does this pair with, well, you know, in terms of food and everything like that. So we, you know, we make sure we we show a lot of information about you know, th- that as a product. You can then click and see what is the product. So see an image of the products, you know, stuff like calories, description of you know, what it is. We've got things like, is it available on draft? we have the ability to say, I'm in London, I want to go to a bar or a pub and I want a beer on draft. So we have all these things built in um, to make it really easy for people to discover the drinks, discover the brands as well. I think it's really important to showcase that brand story. And then, as I say, navigate and show people where you can buy it. So we, you know, we connect out to to people like Wise Bartender um Source all all and also, you know, the drinks brands direct websites. And then as I say, our, our big focus at the moment is, you know, where can I physically try it in, whether that's a restaurant or, you know, our goal is to be able to, you know, have the the major supermarkets on the app and be able to go, right, I want to buy, we've mentioned sort of Johnny from Unlimited. I want to buy unlimited, where in you know, a in a shop is, is it around me? and and that that is our goal and and we want to be able to really bring that that together and and also you know where i've talked about reviews and you mentioned it earlier about some sort of community It's it's a great community and reviews for me is a big part you know we've got we've got reviewers on the app who've like done a hundred nearly a hundred reviews wow. you know because they're passionate about it they want to yeah. and and what i love is that people aren't just putting good beer and that's it you know they're putting some good information about it which as well is helpful for others who are you know exploring the space um but also helpful for the brands you know where where does their where does their drink sit what what are people thinking about it so yeah that in a nutshell is what we
0: do i love it i absolutely love it and it reminds me a bit of when i got into the whole plant-based thing again around the same time as the alcohol-free thing That was a big movement where you could find apps and websites to find vegan restaurants, for example, whatever city you went to in the world. And I loved the idea that someone could use the app, unless you say they're visiting London, and actually find all the places where they could get a really quality alcohol-free on draft, for example. Mm -hmm. And you almost end up using that as your guidepost. I would use the whole plant-based thing as my guidepost to visit places and restaurants that I never would have gone to in a million years had I not had that focal point. So I think that alone is really powerful, let alone all the the beautiful reviews on there and the the massive, massive library of drinks, like you said, by the time you go to all the different products, probably thousands of alcohol-free products, which is amazing because I must admit, even personally, you know, I've been involved in this space, you know, for a long while, my actual, I guess, Um, knowledge of alcohol-free brands is quite varied, but I've only really tried and drunk a very few. Mm. For example, I talk about the wines all the time. I don't really know. I'm sort of guessing from feedback that the wines are still trying to catch up. But as someone that doesn't really know, it would be great for me to dive a bit deeper into the app and actually get into some of those reviews and maybe try a few in truth so that I can speak from that personal experience. I think that combined with the fact that like you say, if you can link in with the big supermarkets, and maybe it's something that you can buy through the app at some point, I think it's incredibly powerful. And all it's going to do, which is a massive win for me and why I wanted to get you on the show, is improve the momentum and build the momentum around the alcohol-free community in the space, because I think that is so incredibly important. And I think it's a very loyal space as well, and people will appreciate the effort that you've put into this, and hopefully you know, we can drive many of our listeners to at least download the app. And what we didn't mention... A couple of times is the the app is called Better Life App. Better Without Better, app.
1: better Without. <laughs> better Without. I'm thinking of living You are King. thinking of Better Better Life Guy.
0: <laughs> uh, he's probably gonna have his own app soon. <laughs> yeah. But Better Without app. Let's get that really clear. Cause I just want to make sure I know we hadn't mentioned that before. So it just you can download it. It's for free. You go on there, you put your details in and you start to get, as Johnny said, tailored information to your taste. So what I always want to do is just to go back a bit When you were transitioning, you were making that sort of discovery, that personal discovery around going alcohol-free, how did you get into the bit of, right, I'm going to go and develop an app? I know you said you'd had some experience around some of those apps previously, but Mm. what was the bit? And did you have any previous experience in app building? The reason I ask this is because I constantly see, like Johnny Johnson I mentioned earlier, that alcohol-free adventurers become dreamers of the day. And I love that. They become Mm. people that actually say they're going to do things and they actually turn up and do those things because they've got new momentum in their life they've got new confidence in their life that's why i think the alcohol free revolution is massive way bigger and beyond just taking a break from alcohol it's creating all these new ideas and initiatives because people have got consistency time energy motivation that they didn't have before so what was your story that actually made it a reality that dream of the day a reality
1: yeah so i guess sort of twofold so my background is working in tech companies so I'm not a developer I will not claim to be a developer but you know I've got a good understanding of of, of technology and I was as I mentioned sort of a bit earlier I was on furlough at the time and I had a fair amount of time on my hands sort of working out what I what I wanted to do and I think you know between giving up drinking and sort of having time off away from work allowed me to sort of reassess life a little bit in terms of what I what I wanted and I came up with the idea and within two days had had the designs done within a week, put it in development and launch 16 weeks later. So I spotted, you know, the opportunity and went, right, we're going to do this. And, you know, I'm, nothing's going to stop me. You know, nothing's going to get me you know, in the way okay. of me, me launching. And that for me was the big thing. And then I left my job uh, to focus on it. So I left my job in November just before we launched. And it is for me full time. And I, you know, I love it. And we've launched the app, not only in the UK, but it's also in America, Canada, and Australia. And it's going to be more countries. So I'll be honest, you know, I, I always wanted my own own company Mm. and my own business. And I just love technology and I love what we can, we can do. And, you know, I, I didn't want to be that person that sat there in two years time and went, Oh, I had that idea. No, let's just let's just do it. Let's do it and make it happen. Yeah. So that's how that came about. And the other the other thing as well, I think, you know, allude to it earlier, you know, anxiety was was something that I always suffered with. And at the beginning of sort of last year, 2020, I, you know, it really got to me and I, you know, went on sort of anxiety medication and everything. And but a big part of me sort of giving up drinking was actually coming away from that, coming away from, you know, being on medication and mm-hmm. and feeling so much better. And I think, you know, the, the whole journey, you know, of creating what I've done and and being part of this this community, both the community in terms of people not, you know, not drinking, but also the the sort of alcohol free brands, drinks brands community. So yeah, that's sort of a bit of um background to it really.
0: Yeah, I love that. And and this for me is really powerful. And I'm putting the shout out right now. With your alcohol free superpowers, if you're listening, there are so many initiatives, opportunities to actually move the needle in people's lives, to join the alcohol-free revolution, because I actually think it's going to be one of the huge growth areas over the next five to 10 years. I've been saying this for for the last eight years and (laughs) hasn't quite happened, but now it's genuinely gathering that momentum that I think we've got so many wonderful people out there who, let's be honest, many people I met in my life in the pub, for example, told me about all the amazing things they were going to do and nothing ever happened. You know, dreamers yeah. of the night, you know, and they flushed away those dreams with the doner Kebab on their <laughs> way home. But what I found in the alcohol-free world is that people are dreamers of the day. Like I touched on, people are actually saying these things and then you said it yourself, no one's going to stop me. I was going to take action. And then very quickly, you've created this product that allowed you to transition out of your career into this full time, which takes a ton of courage as someone that's done that myself. So I salute you and thank you for showing it up and creating this product, which I think genuinely is going to help the alcohol-free movement, which is fantastic. So I think it's important to share that with people as well. And I'd love other and more people. And if you've got an alcohol-free initiative out there, it's a bit off piece. Let me know. I'd love to get you on the show and talk to you because I think the more, the better, whether that's alcohol free coaches, because I think that's another huge area of helping people transition into taking a break from alcohol, or it's um, an alcohol free alternative brand, or it's a brilliant app, like the Better Without app. You know, I want to know about these things. So Johnny, just bringing it back to you and the app, what's the big vision? You sort of touched on it a bit earlier, but what's the plan over the next two or three years? Yeah. So,
1: so we're what, 11 months old. We've got, yeah, one more month before we're, we're at, yeah year number one. We've just hit just over 4,000 users in a year, which is amazing. You know, we had 800 in April, so it's rapidly growing, you know, obviously growing, growing that community, growing the, the, the users on the the app for me, my absolute focus is making it very easy for people to discover. So where they're going out for dinner and they want to be able to find you know restaurants you know and i back to your point about if they're not offering something they're potentially missing out and I, and that's what i want almost want it to be is going let's use the app as a real way to make sure hospitality are listening seeing that actually there's a real opportunity here so it's you know what i want to do you know is have i think we've got about six seven hundred places on the app currently you know i want that in the thousands and i want want the app to be very much worldwide and and used by by people and 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 you know people using it and it helping them you know in their in their sort of planning of when they're going out because i think you know if you are on an alcohol-free journey planning is so important Mm. you know because you know not sort of tripping up and and you know going on oh, oh there's no alcohol free option so i'll just have a drink actually plan if you can see that you know there's there's venues that you can go to you're going to feel naturally more comfortable in those and that that's you know that's what i want to do
0: i love it i absolutely love it and we can help as much as we can so if you're listening download the better without app within my self-development group at the moment we're doing minimalism so we're decluttering our lives and think about all the rubbish apps that's sitting on your phone that add no value download the better without app and add tons of value to your life and also bolster this brilliant movement this wonderful community that is alcohol free Johnny Stevens, you have been a star, my man. Keep doing what you're doing. I'll do as much as I can. Thank you very much. To help. Let me know again if there's anything we can do. Hopefully many of the listeners will download the app, which is a great place to start. And I'm sure we'll do many things together in the future. Brilliant. Thanks, Andy. Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode. More of those to follow. And before you go, don't forget, I would love to train with you in Jan. 2022. On the 3rd of Jan, we start the Aratei Way adventure to your best self. And if you're on your alcohol-free adventure, this is your vital next step. This is when you're going to find out who you are, where you're going, and how you're going to get there. I've got the framework, I've got the blueprint that I'm going to show you step by step, how you can move the needle in your life from point A, where you are now, to point B, where you've always wanted to be. So let's make it happen. Go to andyramage.com click on courses, click on Arete Way, A-R-E-T-E Way, and you'll get all the information you need. If there's any spaces left, you'll get the opportunity to sign up and train with me in Jan. All right, let's do this.